0: No! Your ass better call somebody! Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode three. It's The Gas Man with Frankie Knuckles. Frank, say hello! <laughs> What's going on, Grego? And. <laughs> I'm excited.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm excited too. I love doing
0: this show. Is this since this is episode three? Is this ball hard with a vengeance? I guess if we're going to continue, there wasn't uh, an
1: exact uh, topic last time, so I had to improvise.
0: So, well, I, I like that. I yeah? think we can we can figure out a way to can continue with just throwing in the word ball in in place of uh, sequels. Okay, whether it's the correct number or not, I think it'll sound pretty good. So, how's it going? Ah, oh, pretty good. I'm a little a slight amount of perspiration on me. We uh it's been been about 6 weeks since yeah. we've done a show, but we finally got together and uh we had our uh inaugural uh challenge uh between you and Ooh. I. It was, it was intense. Yeah, it was it was one of the most exciting things I've ever done <laughs> in my life. Uh we played a game of horse. Now, Explain to people what horse is. We didn't violate an actual horse or anything like that,
1: right? I guess yes. Some people in different countries might not not know what it is. A basketball game where you uh, each person takes turns selecting a shot. Could be a trick shot. Could be uh, anything weird. It would be dunking if we could dunk. We can't exactly. So you attempt that shot if you make it the other person has to match that shot and if they don't they get a letter spelling H O R S E horse and the first person that's becomes the horse loses right the other person wins so it was a battle of epic proportions it was it was, a was slow lot of missed going shots. yeah <laughs> it was it
0: was slow going at first and throughout the middle and towards the end very slow going and we didn't warm up much at we, all we no we uh, we probably should have had about an hour warm up or you know at least have an idea of how to take shots uh but uh man you know i i came out pretty strong i was worried and uh like you had
1: h-o-r-s
0: and i only had an h-o and then you
1: you you were rudy (laughs) i i hit a few in a row i got my groove the juice as they call it in the and uh, niagara men's basketball league you you made the comeback and you won I'm I'm just like Kobe. So clutch. I was defeated. I was Chris Paul. I was <laughs>
0: defeated. I was a broken, broken man. It may be because I was wearing Chris Paul shoes. Oh, like his actual shoes. The CP three vo- version two. See, I should have went to Germany and got uh, some work done like Kobe did. Couldn't hurt. It probably would have helped a lot, or it wouldn't have helped at all, because I can't really play basketball yeah, anymore. To be, to be fair, it's the
1: sport I play close to the most. Oh, okay. It's, so, I, 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 I haven't I, played since last, uh, I guess it would be March or so, April.
0: I haven't played an organized game in about 10 years. Yeah. So, but that's all right. You had some
1: uh, swishes. It was
0: fun. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I had fun. I uh, so yeah so that's uh that's the first one so we we still need some ideas I mean we're getting some weird ideas like hot dog eating contest and barfing contest (laughs) after the hot dog eating contest good at (laughs) both of those well I'm not exactly great at barfing so I don't really want to do that but you know if you have some legitimate sporting ideas for us to compete in a little competition that's easy to do that we have access to doesn't cost a lot of money um send your ideas in uh, to ball junk podcast at gmail.com
1: i have a ping pong table yeah there you go beer pong i don't know what's that you don't play beer pong no, I don't know what that is. Where you like was. throw ping pong balls into beer cups and have, it's just a drinking game, essentially.
0: And then we would do the podcast afterwards. Sure. That might be a problem, but we could do it, well, I, I think suppose. We could do it. I think that's what everybody wants to do. <laughs> I'm going to have to call a cab home.
1: Oh, it's just a
0: short walk.
1: I, can, p- I can pick you up at that time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, send us uh, an email with some ideas if you uh, have something you want us to uh, partake in. Uh, it's balljunkpodcast at Gmail. Dot com. So let's get the show going. Or do you have anything else to add on that, Frank? No, not really. I'm there's lots to talk about. I'm, any I'm any excited. any any personal sporting things you need to get off your oh, chest? Maybe
1: yeah I should actually I had more sports stuff than I expected past, since the last podcast. So I went to the Rogers Cup twice. Tennis? Yes. Nice. Uh that's
0: the men's tennis
1: in Toronto. It was female this year. Female in tennis in Toronto. So what happened is my friend works for g m and was doing General Motors, that's a car company <laughs> in oshawa <laughs> and uh, he was doing promotional stuff, so he was getting a lot of tickets and that's like marketing <laughs> <laughs> so we uh he a couple of times he asked me if I wanted to meet him up there. It was pretty awesome the first time uh it was Sloan Stevens, nice versus Someone I can't remember. I don't care that much. European? Yeah. I okay. can't remember. I've been watching a lot of US Open, too. Okay. So I'm a little foggy on which who it was. Uh, but that wasn't the hu- the highlight of the night, per se. There was an exhibition match with uh, the Williams sisters and uh, Monica Sellis and uh, Jeannie Bruchard, which is like the up-and-coming Canadian Oh, right, right, right. right, right. She yes, was playing yes. with Monica Sellis against the Williams sisters just for fun. And it was okay. I thought it was actually going to be better. It was more of just a fun thing. Why was Monica Callis there? They they have like old pros come in oh, just okay. for fun. And they mic them up and they're talking oh, and doing I get goofy it. stuff. Right, right, right. It actually wasn't that good. That part of the match. The first match was wasn't bad. Who um was, did they have like a celebrity judge as well? No, but I'll get to the second. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe you saw this one. I don't know. Oh, oh. Okay. So, the second time I went was on the Saturday and it was uh serena williams which was a really good good game and match a match it's a game just okay. a game <laughs> and then we also had uh access to the private gm booth okay which meant Pete Sampras was stopping by oh. for a little meet and greet. Nice. So uh, we had our picture taken with Pete Sampras. It was amazing how fast it went. He was in and out in the <laughs> <laughs> ten, 10 nah, more than that, a minute. And it, he must just have to hit 10 booths before his game, which was the second one an exhibition match between him and John McEnroe, which was amazing. So they were actually the female exhibition match. They weren't trying too hard, it was just for fun. This was for fun, but they were trying pretty hard, all right. And uh, it was really fun to watch. And when they got mic'd up, that was good too. And the guest referee or umpire was PK Subban, what yeah, nice. <laughs> and he was uh, he was kept saying he was drunk because he was saying ridiculous things. And he, he might have been, I don't know how much Possible. he was elaborating or what, but that was a nice little uh wrinkle to add to the night. And Brunel Carl, the best part was. Uh, they had front row seats that they were rotating people in and out of. So me and my buddy got moved down to the front row for the second half of the the Williams match, and we got to stay there for the entire McEnroe-Sampras. So literally as close as you can get. That's fantastic. Which was amazing. Why so, don't you run out on the court? Oh, it's, it's, it's a gentle crowd there. Yeah. And I will say this. The people working the aisles that are making sure there's no disturbances. and They are pricks. Oh, yeah? They, oh, my God. You have to wait forever to sit down. You might as well just stand at the top, because if you have to go to the washroom or get another drink or snack, you're going to be standing up there waiting to go down for a long time, which is kind of disappointing. I understand it. I know why so they So it's do. longer
0: than a whole game?
1: Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to wait three games until it's the like official or large. switching sides. Oh, usually. wow. Yeah, so... So it, that kind of got me uh, slightly back into tennis again, so I've been watching more of the U.S. Open. Excellent. Was yeah. Monica Seles still doing her grunting? Oh, yeah. They And then they had the obvious joke where right. they do all grunt really loud for a while. And Did they do like, the joke? Obviously, the women were less, fun, less funny than the men. Right. <laughs>
0: Did they do the joke where the guy comes out and pretends to stab Monica Seles? <laughs> no,
1: not See, a bad that would be funny if they had set that up. Uh, instead, it was some dancing guy who... Got down with uh, Venus Williams. Oh, quite exciting. And was it you? No. Okay. The crowd thought it was a riot. I bet (laughs) they must have been howling. Oh, yes. Tennis fans think everything is hilarious. But John McEnroe was actually hilarious, amazing. Oh, of course. Awesome to see. That was the highlight for me. That's excellent. I've only ever been to one tennis
0: match, and it was at the. Rogers Cup, and it was when the men were there, and, and I got to see the finals and the, the doubles final, and Rafael uh, Rafael Nadal won uh, the the singles, and then uh, Daniel Nestor and his partner at the time, oh nice, they won uh, the doubles. Was and that like
1: three or yeah. four years ago? Yeah, because yeah, I I went to an earlier round match that time, and it was Nadal versus Gasquet. I'm pretty oh. sure, but uh, the doubles was insanely
0: fast. Yeah, like like. Real competitive doubles. I mean, I mean the exhibition, it probably wasn't as fast as that. Yeah, actual, no, not at all. <laughs> they were barely trying. My mind was blown at how fast uh, the game was. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Practice, I guess.
1: Yeah, the the men's is insane, especially yeah. when you're that close and you see how uh, fast well, things are yeah. going. And how fast they close distance on the court. It's ridiculous. Bill's preseason. Right. Went to a game. And uh, just can't wait for Sunday, man. Right, and you're excited. Home opener. I... I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm so let's, so excited. let's, let's EJ get into, into our, uh, officially starting. Let's get into
0: our NFL preview then. <laughs> let's do to do really, it to really get you pumped up. I, I'm on board. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're going to basically go through each division, pick who we think is going to win each division. We'll pick our two wild cards, and then uh, we'll just we'll just throw a, a Super Bowl prediction. Exactly. Is that is that good? That's what I got right here. I'm okay. All right, so let's uh, let's start. Do you want to start at NFC or AFC? AFC. AFC? Do you want to start with the AFC East? Might as well. It's probably Get the it most out of the important way. division for you and I, me being a Dolphins fan and you being a Bills fan. I don't think it's too hard of a guess to see who's going to win this division.
1: Yeah, I'd say uh, it's a pretty good bet it will be the New England Patriots. Yeah, I mean That's who I have. I, I think
0: uh, the Jets, the Bills and the Dolphins, it's gonna be tough for them to win this division. I, I I just think the Pats, I mean, they still have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick still the best coach. And yeah, you know, they lost Wes Walker and who knows when Gronkowski is gonna come back, and then they have that guy that killed a guy, <laughs> so he's in prison. So, you know, they've lost quite a few things, but it's Tom Brady can he can throw past anybody.
1: I agree, but I do not think it's a foregone conclusion that they are going to win this division. Well, Everyone else I'm, seems to think it's the gimme of the well, year. Well, I mean, they could go
0: 10-6 and six and win
1: the division. Right, but what I think is, I mean, I've watched some preseason games. Tom Brady has not looked that good. And even towards the end of last year, he was throwing a lot of picks that he wouldn't normally throw. It's just You're just seeing what you want to no, see. No, I, I swear. And the thing is, the team's so different now that I you can't really say until you see a few games. You expect because it's the Patriots they're going to be amazing. But I. No, you I'm, I'm you not know. saying they're
0: going to be amazing. I'm saying they'll probably be ten and
1: six. Yeah. And they'll probably win the division. I think they're either. I'll go opposite a bit. I think they're either going to be like fourteen and two or six and ten.
0: <laughs> I think they're either going to be terrible or awesome. Well, I mean, it all depends on the schedule and, and uh, you know who else they have to play. The Dolphins, I I think. Um, I want to say they're going to finish eight and eight, but I think they can do nine and seven. I think so too. I uh, just because like their last. Their last seven games of the season, they're gonna go six and one, no problem. They they've got San Diego, Carolina at the Jets, at Pittsburgh, New England, at Buffalo, and then home to the Jets. They can win six of
1: those games. Mm, I see them losing to the Steelers and Buffalo. They're not gonna lose.
0: They're not. First of all, they're not gonna to lose to the Bills. Maybe the Pats will beat them. And what do the Steelers got? Tough anyway, team tough team tough, tough team. team. Well, we'll see. But in uh, Pittsburgh, you said though, right? Uh, what did I say? Yes, uh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, no chance. They're done. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I think the Dolphins can go 9-7. Uh, and seven. Uh, Jets are going to be terrible.
1: Yeah, I, I don't expect any things. I expect them to win more games than most people are giving them credit for. They, which, six? Just, six games? I, I'd say four. A lot four of people games. are saying, like, 0-16 oh, or 2-14. Two, no, two no, no, no. Just mean, a couple home games. They're down. gonna Some shit's going to happen. And then, uh, Bills, where do you got them at? Seven and nine? My brain says s- seven and nine. My heart says 10 and six. <laughs> I got a good feeling about this year. I really do. And I'm not the guy who always has a good feeling at the beginning of every year. Right. Although the Stefan Gilmore injury does puncture a little hole in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's playing quarterback? Uh- like they we, cut Matt Leinard, so who's aft? EJ starting, it's official as of today. Oh yeah, it was all tortoise tactics, <laughs> possum tactics to get in Billichek's head. <laughs> you think so? Absolutely.
0: Uh, AFC North. I think this is a tough division to call. Oh, I have a lot of teams doing well in this division. Um, I I want to say Baltimore is going to probably not win the division. I think Cincinnati is going to win the division, but I do think Baltimore is going to grab one of the wildcard spots.
1: I may have something similar to that. I definitely have Cincinnati winning the division, even though I'm a little afraid of the uh, hard knocks curse. Well, I I've, mean, been watch- I've been watching that for okay. the first time this year, and they look really good. Uh, Andy Dalton looks a lot better, too. I have them winning the division as well. I actually have, I might as well say it now, the Ravens and Browns. As my wild cards. Three teams from this division. Three teams? Yeah. Oh, my God. Making the playoffs. That's unprecedented. That's happened
0: before. That's a crazy... Uh, wow, Browns, eh? I know it's the trendy pick lately. And, but you're but t- you just said to me that Pittsburgh was a tough team, and you've got them finishing last in
1: the division. Tough at home. Tough at home. <laughs> <laughs> it I, I could go either way, but I think... I almost put Steelers instead of Browns. I think three teams from this division... Will go to the playoffs. The only one who might sneak in would be Kansas City, I think, instead of one of those teams. But these are all just bullshit guessing games. Oh, no, anyway, yeah, so. it's
0: all because we're not we're not taking into account injuries or anything like that. It's just you know the lineups that we uh, we know of from right now. You know, uh, so moving on to AFC South, um, does anybody have any shot of even coming close to the Texans?
1: I wouldn't think so. No. Uh I mean I have yeah. Houston. It, yeah. I you could make a case for Indy. Everyone is saying they're going to be the team that doesn't live up to the same height as last year, which I could definitely see happening. Uh but they weren't that great, no. even though they made the playoffs. Tennessee Some people have high expectations for. It. I'm not crazy about them and Jacksonville are they going to be they're worse than the Jets? It's close. Most people would say Jets. I I kind of agree that Jacksonville might be worse.
0: And then uh, AFC West, uh, I have Denver winning the division. As do I.
1: Not a tough pick there. Raiders are not looking
0: good. Raiders in San Diego are terrible. That's why I got Kansas City taking that second wild card. Definitely could happen. Because new coach, Andy Reid, new quarterback, Alex Smith, they had the number one pick. That's a big change to that team.
1: I think they had the most, like, six pro bowlers last year, too, for a team that did bad. So... There's definitely a lot of potential there, and Alex Smith is—he's a good quarterback. He's decent, and he fits the style that Andy Reid likes to play, kind of dink and dunk, not not stretching the field too much. So he's a good fit. Yeah, I, I could see Kansas City just as easily taking one of these, and they, again, gotta give him a lot of home games. Tough, t- tough place to play at Arrowhead. So uh, yeah, that, I, I'm kind of on the same board with you. So who do you think, who do you see making the Super Bowl of the AFC? Denver. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to. I. It might be tough with the uh, suspension, Vaughn Miller suspension and a few other things, but I don't know. I. I it's got to be Denver and the home field advantage they have as well. So if they, they have the easiest division, which makes me think their record is going to be very good in general. So I could see them getting the number one seed and playing at home through the playoffs. So having that home field advantage would be huge. They would have made the Super Bowl last year, potentially, if it wasn't for that r- ridiculous uh, Baltimore reception. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 So they're they're obviously pretty good, and uh, I mean, they, their defense is one of the best. So, yeah, Denver for sure for me. Yeah, I actually have Denver as well. I just, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I, I think Houston and Cincinnati, Cincinnati uh, could potentially be better teams. But I just don't think they have that experience. Plus, I I think the NFL will conspire to make sure that uh, Houston doesn't get into the Super Bowl, and they're going to do everything they can to get Peyton
1: Manning back there. Could be. And my secondary pick, if I had to make one, would be Cincinnati. Mm Mm-hmm. Miami for them. My- <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're another team I almost had as a wild card as well. I, I think mean, they're going to be on. The if
0: uh, I mean, they're they'll probably be nine and seven. You know, extremely lucky. They could do, go ten and six, but I think there would have to be a lot of other things to happen in the AFC for the Dolphins to grab one of those wild card spots. I think Brady would have to get injured, and then I think the Dolphins would win the division and then
1: get in by default. Hmm. Don't underestimate those bills. Oh, Jesus, they're coming.
0: We to the NFC, NFC East. Boy, this was a tough division too. Yeah, I uh, anyone could win. Essentially,
1: I think we're gonna have four teams that are gonna have winning records. Could be, could be. Uh, I could see that. It, it's so unclear with a team like the Giants, who have tons of potential. But we are not great last year, no. are never really great, are always around nine and seven, yes. even when they win the Super Bowl. So obviously, you have to consider them. Dallas, everyone's saying every year, this is the year that they make a jump, blah, blah, blah. Heard it a million times. Could be. You never know. Philadelphia, totally new offense, new coach, new everything. Haven't really seen it in a non exhibition game, which is not indicative of how they're going to play.
0: Yeah, like so, that, that coach, that's intriguing.
1: Yeah. That could so, be exciting football, and then finally, my pick to win the division because I love RG three is the Redskins. Yeah, uh, Washington football team.
0: I'm <laughs> I taking guess. that stance. I'm not going to say that team name. It's offensive.
1: How? <laughs> 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 I'm okay. I, I don't. It doesn't bother me that much.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know.
1: Uh, uh, I yeah. do have the Redskins though, and I think. Uh, Again, RG three, he is my starting fantasy quarterback as well, so I have a lot of eggs in that basket. How do you think his knee is? That's it seems okay. You never know. One pop, he's done. Yeah. So, I, uh, I have high hopes for them, and I like that team, so I want them to win the division too.
0: Yeah, I have RG, I have uh, RG three and, and the Washington football team uh, winning the division as well. Love RG three. Um. And I've got the Giants taking one of the wild card spots.
1: I have no one from that division taking a wild card spot.
0: Uh, NFC North. Uh, boy, this one also was pretty tough because there's a lot of a lot of talk about the Lions. Um, I, I'm not down with Reggie
1: Bush. Well, I, 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 you, he, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, he was with on Miami. He's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to be any better this year. Fuck the Lions. All right. So Packers. Aaron and this, the was Packers, a, this was this was an, an easy division. division for me to pick. Yeah, Cutler's an overrated piece of shit. They shouldn't have been ten and six last yeah, year. Yeah, but I'm intrigued by their coach too. Uh, forget these coaches. <laughs> it's like, the pack all the way. Easy pick.
0: I think. Uh, I think Mark Trestman has got some surprises. I mean, obviously the CFL is a different league altogether. But he was the magician. He was the master in the in the Canadian Football League and. And I was going in. He's, he's I was a
1: little unclear. Now I know why. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the CFL connection. Okay. What?
0: Right. There, are, there are three NFL head coaches that used to be backup QBs in the CFL. Interesting. Yeah. That's a fun fact for you.
1: It's a football breeding ground. Yes. The yes CFL. Warren
0: Moon. <laughs> there you go. Two words right there. <laughs> uh, and
1: the Vikings uh, will probably be terrible as well. I, I, it's so weird with them, too. Like, they made the playoffs somehow last year. Yeah. Well, obviously because of Adrian Peterson. Yes. Everyone Can he do it, it again? Sure. Is it possible? If it is possible. I think he will. Man. Or it'd be close. But he's, yeah. he's very good. Packers winning that division.
0: Uh, NFC South.
1: Were you, I think this was an easy division to pick, too. I it's a tough division. I'm not going to say it's an easy division. I have the Falcons winning it. Yes, but I think there's a lot of good teams. I think the Saints could be really good again. The Panthers, I think could be good as well. I like their defense during the preseason, the games I watched and the Bucks. they, They could be not bad. It's a tough division. I'd say it's one of the tougher divisions in football. But I have the Falcons going, and I was going to put the Saints as one of my wildcard teams. Instead, I went on a limb. I'm putting the Panthers as a wild card team. Panthers! Panthers. That is, a, that is going out on, on a limb. You have to make somewhat risky picks here. It's not that interesting. Fair enough. Who do, you, do you have anyone else from that division making the playoffs? No. Okay. No, no. Just, just the Falcons. And
0: uh, NFC West, I mean, there are two teams there that are good, and there are two teams there that are
1: not so good. I think one of those teams will be good. The not-so-good? One of the not-so-good. You good. think Arizona will be not okay? A, no, I think the Rams will be good. Whoa. I think their defense is awesome, and uh, they sh- they really stayed head-to-head with uh, their division games last year. They tied or went to overtime twice with the 49ers, I think, in low-scoring games. I think they uh, could be very good. they got a tough schedule. Yeah, they for sure.
0: But I don't know. I like them for some reason. They open at home to Arizona, then they play in Atlanta, in Dallas, and then they're home to San Francisco. They could be one and three to start the season. They could be. You but know. if they're three and one, everyone's going to be talking about them Rams. Then they're let's see, they're home to Jacksonville, then at Houston, at Carolina. Could they're they're like two and seven to start the season here? Don't be so sure. Seattle, oh my God! Plus they got another game against San Francisco, and then. they'll...
1: Again, Seattle. Later. Yeah. I love them. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. to no. have to switch my division winner here. No, yeah, I have the 49ers winning this division. I yeah. The Seahawks are close, but I don't know if they'll live up quite to last year's amazing season. And they have a lot of performance-enhancing uh, problems. problems surrounding them. They're not going
0: to get help from the replacement refs this year. True. But I... I I think they're going to get a wild
1: card. I do, so do I, I have yeah. them as wild. Well. I like that team a lot and I love that team in general. They're my favorite uh, NFC West team. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love I love their jerseys. Love them. People are kind of split on them. I think they're amazing.
0: Huh. And So, who do you have uh, coming out of the NFC? In I Super
1: have World? a Super Bowl 33 rematch with the same result. Broncos over Falcons. Oh. Same score? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, boy. See, I want to pick the Falcons, uh, but uh, I'm going San Fran to repeat into the Super Bowl.
1: But, uh, and who's winning? Denver or Denver. San Fran? Yeah? Denver's going to win. All right. So yeah. we both picked Denver to win the yeah. Super Bowl.
0: Well, I think it's going to be crazy to have two teams who are technically on the West Coast playing in New York outdoors for the That's Super true. Bowl. So it'll be interesting.
1: Although they do both play their games outdoors. Well, yeah, San Francisco doesn't usually get to play in the cold. True. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, know. that'll be interesting, an outdoor Super Bowl. I don't know how cold it is in Denver. It the could, air is different. I I'm I love the idea of having outdoor Super Bowls.
0: See, uh, Payne Manning's probably, I mean, what is, it, is it cold in Indianapolis? I've
1: never been there. Not in Indy, but it's it can get cold in Denver, for yeah, sure. It can. Mm-hmm. It snows in Denver.
0: Yeah, so I, I got to Denver as well, over San Francisco. How weird is that? Nice.
1: I can't believe we picked the same thing. And we almost picked the same team to win. Yes. <laughs> no, like out of each conference. You were yes. close to Atlanta. Yeah. I was, I was, it was a toss-up. But well, I could not be more excited for football. My favorite sport. Uh, I love basketball, but there's just something so special about the NFL season. The gridiron. Season. What, at, the, at once a week, you remember having the, season tickets. It's just got me more amped up than ever this year. So, what's your favorite football movie? Favorite football movie? Hmm, not Rudy. That's for sure. Uh, this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a. How do you not have a favorite football I'm movie? Trying to think of one. Invincible. That's, not crazy about it. I re- remember the it recently. Not. Do not like it. Gridiron Gang. Never seen. What about that one? The one? longest yard. Yeah, longest the yard. The original is okay. Last Boy Scout. I like the last. You Bo- love a- the Last Boy if Scout. Can, if you can count that and Jerry Maguire, it's probably those two. What about uh, what about that ever, other Oliver Stone one? Oh, Jimmy I d- Fox. I actually like any given Sunday. I love any given oh, Sunday. Yeah, there's sorry, there's tons. If you count Ace Ventura, that might be up there. It's probably not a football movie. It is actual NFL teams. One of the few movies with endorsed by the NFL. Yeah, but it's I mean, and another one endorsed by the NFL. Little Giants, underrated. I don't really. I think it's rated just fine. (laughs) Little gem
0: there, little giants. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, since uh, since you're pumped for football and you talked about your favorite NFC (laughs) South team, West West NFC West team uh, being Seattle. Let's move on to uh, another segment. This is something that was loosely inspired by uh, something that I heard on uh, Bill Simmons' BS report and where he was talking about uh – uh, about the NBA and uh, and some of the best team names and uh, the worst team names. And I think one of the writers from Grandland had like a big list. I never got a chance to actually see the list. But uh, Frank and I decided to sort of do a little spin on that where we take the four major North American sports and we each pick our five favorite and five worst uh, basically overall franchises based on the team name, how it relates to the city – plus team colors and team jerseys, we put it all into one big package. The
1: total package of a team. If I can just kind of block out my allegiances and look at it cleanly, which teams really have something to admire in their aesthetic, their general aesthetic?
0: And, uh, you know, it it was tough. I mean, my favorite teams in uh, two of the four major North American sports uh, didn't appear in my top fives. Me so. as well. I think th- two or three did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, so let's, well, since we just talked about the NFL season, let's, let's start with the NFL and we'll do our, our, our
1: top five franchises basically, which to me was, it's, all, t- it's all about aesthetics. Yes. Really was the toughest one to do. There's yeah, a lot I, I can appreciate in the NFL.
0: I had uh, some tough ones as well. Um, Let's go with your uh,
1: number five. Okay, my number five is the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, now why? A lot of people shit on the Tiger Stripe helmet. I like it. Okay. I love it. And I love orange and black combination. Do you, is, do you like the fact that they're like, you know, we don't want to just be the Tigers. We're a specific tiger. As an animal lover, Yes, obviously I love that. They're right. Bengals. Sure. I, I like their whole vibe. I would like to go to a game in Cincinnati at one point.
0: Um my number five is the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I like the idea of the Bronco. I like the big wild horse
1: in Denver. Two two ideas that really sullies me on them. I hate, hate the typeface of their numbers on their jerseys. <laughs> it is disgusting to me. So big and ugly. <laughs> and then the other is I love the colors. Yeah, not crazy about it. Come on! I actually don't... Some For me, this is not a, a negative thing. For some people, it is. Their retro uniform with those brown and mm-hmm. white socks. That's, Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. You're cool with that.
0: That's why it's retro, you
1: know? It's, they don't use it anymore. They changed it up. Okay, I think we're, we're going to see, too. I'm a non-traditionalist. Okay. Some people like those classic New York Jets uniforms... Not me. Yeah, I, I like think
0: we're I think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have some issues doing this top five, I think, and probably in the worst five as well. But uh, we're doing the worst five probably next episode. So yes. we're just sticking to the what our our favorites are. And the other thing I like about Denver is that one of the former owners was Homer Simpson. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's good.
1: Didn't know that actually. Yeah. What's your number four? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh my god! Now the Buccaneers Pirates. I let hey. It's uh, Florida, it's the ocean, the high seas, pirates. What I like about it, my number one thing in choosing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pewter. The use of pewter. Pewter pants, pewter helmets. So underutilized, and I could not be more impressed with that bold decision to use pewter. (laughs) And I love the layering of the red, orange, and uh, black for their numbers. Like, the the three components that make each number up with the trim. Oh, beautiful. Love it. And I even like their old creamsicle uniforms, too. Big fan. Okay. Big fan. Okay. Uh, my number four
0: is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love the black and gold. I love the name
1: Steelers. I mean, it fits well in that city. And Just to skip ahead, my number three is the Steelers. Oh, okay. So, I also uh, okay. really appreciate it. I love... Like you're saying, Steelers, iconic to the city, represents the hardworking Pittsburgh people. Yes. And I love the city of Pittsburgh, one of my favorite places. Great city. Such a good time. And I love that the city embraces just two colors, black and gold.
0: Yeah, you're going to steal my thunder for the rest of this list.
1: (laughs) But I also love, love, just a hint, the yellow, blue, and red. Just that little extra color. Give it a little mix It up, stands out. So good. And the affiliation with ketchup, Heinz Field. <laughs> <laughs> I love ketchup. I also like Pittsburgh's affiliation with the movie
0: Sudden Death. Or The Dark Knight Rises. I don't know. One of those is a classic movie. <laughs> I don't know about the other one. Fair enough. We'll just go from there. My number three is The
1: New Orleans Saints just bear I had to cut them off my list for the Bengals because my number one pick is similar to the Saints sure. little spoiler
0: I I I like the the team name the Saints you know you get you kind of have like the Jazz thing in New Orleans which is you know it's it's really important to have a team name that fits well with the city I think it makes that team better I like the colors I like the black I like the gold I like the white um you know it just it
1: it A simple Fleur de Lis logo. Exactly. Nothing complicated. Totally represents the city of New Orleans and was very close to making my list.
0: All right.
1: So what's your number two then? The Seattle Seahawks. Wow. I love love their new uniforms. I love their previous uniforms, including the fluorescent green one that everyone hated. I loved it. Loved it. I just... If you look at that jersey, the subtlety in it, in the silver in the middle of the number, they have like these... I don't even know what they're called. Some kind of... uh, It's akin to Native American art. Just little flourishes all over the place in that uniform. I love the logo. The stadium's amazing. Seahawks, baby. Number two. I like the name, too. It's a good name. Although it is... (laughs) I, I never put this together. But my friend was telling me a story. What the hell is a Seahawk, anyway? I believe it's supposed to be an Osprey. Okay. Bird of prey. And what... Seattle Ospreys. <laughs> Pardon? Why aren't they the Seattle Ospreys? Uh Seahawks sounds deadlier. <laughs> A friend of mine, his nephew, <laughs> was losing he picked some football games or something and the Seahawks lost or didn't cover. And he just said, Seahawks, more like the Suckhawks <laughs> it Sounds exactly like Suckhawks. Which I thought was pretty funny. That's pretty the good. innocence of the youth discovered right. that amazing joke. That's all right. Uh, my
0: number two, and this was hard because I hate this team, and I hate everything that this team stands for, but the team name is awesome, and again, the the tradition behind it
1: is the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> now, I don't want to give too much away. They will be on my bottom five. I love that Lone Star logo. I don't mind the Lone Star where I have big, big issues with the Cowboys is the inconsistent shades of blue in their uniform. (laughs) Their pants are like this weird aquamarine blue, and then you have royal blue and navy blue with silver. The colors are just a mess. See, I don't have a problem with the colors. The colors look good on the field. No, I'm talking about the uniforms. And they have, have, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) I'm not sure if they still have it, actual, like, really prominent vinyl on their jerseys instead of embroidery and fabric. I, I, I oh, they uh, that is my close to my least favorite uniform in the NFL. I'm fine with the name, fine with the iconic star, but I can't get past it. And you those know, uniforms. I I
0: think the Cowboys theme fits well in Dallas. They have the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders who are icons unto themselves. True, true. So again, we're doing the total package
1: here, remember. And you get a nice jumbotron. Yeah. Some would say that that represents the greed and disgustingness of
0: but, everything that's wrong Stadium with America.
1: Cool. I don't know. I've never been there. It looks okay. like poop. <laughs> it looks like poop. I <laughs> got to go to WrestleMania. Is a- going to be
0: there soon. I think. Are you going to go? I'm not going to go. No. That's
1: too far. All right. Am I number one? Probably the easiest out of all four sports mm-hmm. we did. The Oakland Raiders, the black mm-hmm. and silver. I get another pirate I don't really, yeah <laughs> didn't really put that yeah. together, but I just think that black and silver and another thing the Coliseum where they play some people you know frown upon the baseball dirt there, I think it gives a little bit of personality. I miss the days where fields weren't perfect, right everything about the Raiders they were my that's why they were my team until I switched to the bills, just yet the black hole people dressed up crazy animals. Love the vibe the Raiders put out, the dirtiness, the cheating. They feel like the bad guy wrestlers of the NFL. All right, and I love that Raiders. You picked the Raiders. I can tell already. (laughs) No, no, mine.
0: You're going to hate my number one. I think. I just I like the color a lot, and I like if it's Dolphins. I'm gonna. It's not the Miami (laughs) Dolphins. No, no, they didn't make my top five. I picked the Baltimore Ravens. Ugh. I love that purple. I love that purple. It's so good to see. It. And like, I like the the Ravens' name. You got they have that loose tied Edgar Allan Poe. I like that yeah, Ravens. A lot, a
1: lot of people talk about that. I don't, yeah, but Ravens like what? That's a great bird name. The Raven. You could say that head to head. It's not that big. Pelicans gonna take it down. Just no. saying for the record. For
0: in, taking the taking the bird names in football. You got the the Seahawks. Ravens is better. You got the falcons. Ravens is better.
1: Arguably, the raven would get destroyed by either one of those. I'm not saying that a fight.
0: I'm just Just, saying it's a a a better bird.
1: It's a better bird. Ravens are boring. If you go to the great white north, say above Aurelia, littered with ravens. They're the seagull of the north. (laughs) They're disgusting. (laughs) But in Baltimore, they're deadly. (laughs) In my opinion, they're a far second as the best bird in Baltimore.
0: And I think it's a, and, and it's a great city. I think. All right, I like that.
1: I, I like, the, I like the You're not the theme. only person talking. Hey, about uh, the Ravens name and uniform, I don't get it. I don't see it, and I don't want any part of it. I will say though, I did for for each sport, I picked uh,
0: one honorable mention from a defunct franchise. Ooh, interesting. And uh, my honorable mention for the NFL was the LA Raiders.
1: Interesting, because I think the L.A. um, Raiders—it's better than Oakland. I will. It's better
0: than Oakland, and I think the the iconic status that it had during the the late '80s and the early '90s with the whole rap scene and how everybody was wearing Raiders gear. Even even uh, Sean Webb's
1: Dwyer had a Raiders jacket. Really? Yeah. Protest to be a Browns fan? Well, I think he just because it was cool. Bud Bundy or yeah. Grandmaster
0: B. That's right. So but yeah, they were my honorable mention.
1: Alright, I do not have an honorable mention.
0: What uh, what sport do you want to go to next? Whatever you want, Bud. Alright. Well let's uh let's go into your other your other favorite sport. Let's do the NBA. Okay. This'll be interesting as well. And again, I think uh we're gonna have some uh I think we're gonna have some issues here. I think so too. Uh I'll start this time. I think you'll like my number five. Okay. I love the colors. I really love the team name. I think it fits well with the city. It's the Pelicans.
1: Really? Yes. It's my number five. I I love it. It did not make my list. Wow. For one reason and one reason only. It probably would have been number one or two, obviously. But those new uniforms. I love the uniforms. So bland. But But, I like it. I'm going to buy both, but I don't want to. They're so plain vanilla. I want. I, I think, think I said stand this, out on on un- Film Junk as well. I want something so gaudy that only I can love it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a, a, a mother with an ugly child. Have you seen the new? Have you seen the the
0: alternate jersey for the Buffalo Sabers? No. They just came, they just released it today. It is fucking oh awful. Are you looking wait. for it right now? Yeah. It's terrible. And they had Steve Odd modeling it. It's absolutely terrible.
1: The yellow one. Is it yellow? that's it right there that's terrible whoo i like it come on <laughs> no it's it's okay i think it, it'll grow on me what
0: is what is what that why is the the, the blue like that on the back well, it Looks like keep, he's wearing a cape okay
1: maybe i don't like it because i can't be a hypocrite here something bothers me initially the numbers are terrible i kind of like the number it's a oh. little chicago bearsy something different but that yellow and yellow being two shades different shades yeah. the, that it, that's an an offense to me of it's staggering terrible. proportions it's terrible yeah not so crazy about it kind of disappointed it's kind of plain too though yeah so what's going on with your teams then so what's uh, what's your number 5 my number 5 is the Boston Celtics okay and it's this or, this order could almost go any way there okay. weren't any clear cut winners That's very there. traditional Celtics I actually not a lot of teams, there's white and green, not a lot of green and white. Right. Like, white being secondary. And uh, Celtics obviously fits the city. I don't know. I'm As far as classic jerseys teams go, that's one of the ones I definitely like. It's a good pick. Uh,
0: my number four, um, mostly because I really like the team name. I'm not sold completely on the unis and the colors. But I think the Indiana Pacers is a great name for a basketball franchise. I dislike it immensely.
1: <sighs> it's, what, what I, it told it even, I told you we'd have a problem here. I know. What does it even mean? What does it represent? That P logo? So boring. You don't know so what, ugly. You know what the Pacers represents? Like pace cars for the Indianapolis 500? Yeah. Terrible. But,
0: but it fits with Indiana. I guess. If they, you they, want to be a
1: Pacer. And, well, yeah, but Reggie Miller setting the pace of the games. I do not think it's a strong name. I think it is a hideous Hideous logo, all incarnations of the logo from the 80s, 70s till now. Just not a fan. I think this is a Hoosier's influence. and uh, <laughs> It's very possible. Subconsciously, it could be. Okay. My number two. Four. Four. <laughs> this one, this is one for Dwight Guy the San Antonio Spurs. Mm hmm. I think that is a great fit for, for a city like San Antonio. All right. I love the incorporation of the spur in the U of okay. the name. I think they could bring it up two notches. Number one, start bringing in those the original logo colors a bit more. That uh, magenta, orange, and cyan. Just hints of it around. Oh, Jesus I would Christ. love to see a little bit of that. Why? Everything shouldn't be gaudy. It, it, not this is god. television. No, no. You can't watch that. I mean, you say- would vomit. I'm not saying have a whole jersey dedicated to that. I'm just saying, you know, not necessarily the jerseys themselves. But maybe on the sidelines. Some maybe change the color of the chairs in the stadium. <laughs> to that. that would actually be good because they'd be covered up for the game. But when you're walking in, you get that wave of nostalgia. Actually, the, the soundboard kind of has the spurs colors on it. Oh my god. And uh, I think that I like their mascot, a coyote. Solid. We haven't talked about mascots a lot. I've kind of forgotten about them, but the Spurs made me remember. Okay. That Coyote. Love it. And just a little more variation, and they could go to the next level. For me, I think the mascots
0: are going to show up a lot in the worst, because there are some really bad mascots out there. Okay. Baseball has a lot of terrible mascots. Yes. But uh, uh, my number three. three? Okay. See, what? I've always liked this team name because I felt the team name fit the city and one of the most perfect fits. Um and then I found out that that when that city got that got the team, they got the team from somewhere else. It was
1: already named that. I think I know here which blew say. my mind. Houston Rockets. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else, but yeah, that is pretty good. Like they they, they weren't
0: like, they just kept the name. Like, it wasn't right. made in Houston with NASA. I mean, it's perfect.
1: Great colors in the uniforms. I love that deep red. Oh, I hate Come it. Come on. That is one of my. And the. Oh, those two little lines on the shorts and their font. I hate everything about their uniforms. Oh my God. Everything. Cannot stand the, the uniforms of the Houston Rockets. Oh, we got to play some beer pong right now because I'm getting angry. <laughs> or their colors. They will probably be my bottom five. Oh, my God. I'm okay with the name, but. Their whole package is disgusting. They're, that jersey is hideous. Uh, Especially like when Yao Ming wore it and stuff. Just <laughs> the worst. What's your number three? My number three is the Chicago Bulls. Huh? Good pick. Clat. For, this, for me, this is mostly the logo. Right. And the intro for the old Bulls with yes. the uh, Alan Parsons project. Sure. I'll say also, great mascot. Yes. And for me, number one, the logo. The symmetrical logo. Yes. Love it. Can't get enough of it. One of my favorite logos. Good All deep sports. red. Yeah. Again. And uh, was there anything else for the Bulls? Just a menacing name. Bulls. Yeah, it's good. And it short and sweet. And, yes.
0: Yeah. I like how, uh, so far, none of us have uh, picked any team names that don't end in an S.
1: Yes. A lot of people. Damashek, my favorite, is a big, big stickler for this. Right. Yeah. So. so, you, you uh, have you listened to a lot of the BS Report lately? I always do, yeah. So, did you hear Damashek on it? Yes. Was that your first taste of Damoshek? Uh
0: I don't think I've heard him on there before. What do you think? But he's. I, I understand why you like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that.
1: And I'll, he just grows on you more and more. At first, I hated him. And then by the end, right. I couldn't get enough of him. Um, my number two is the Chicago Bulls. There you go. Yeah. Amazing. Now, my number two is... Not a lot of people's number two. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. I like the color of their uniforms. All right. I like the Timberwolf. Right. I think it's an interesting and good fit for that city. Again, like very specific. But my favorite of all that is I don't know how much they use it anymore on the court or on the, the jerseys. The evergreen mm-hmm. tree trim. Oh, ah, yes is such a great accent and when it used to be on like the the cuffs of the shorts and around the court oh love that good mascot yes looks very menacing sure. yeah did you know uh in
0: the uh, GI Joe comics the Snake Eyes had a wolf pet wolf did you know that i think so did you know what that wolf's name was timber yep <laughs> There you go, <laughs> and uh, all right. So my number one uh, again. I think you're going to find this very controversial. Um, I'm very influenced by the the team name. Um, colors aren't great, but uh, I love the stadium because I've been there. Okay, my number one is the Detroit Pistons.
1: Hmm, I like the Pistons. Great team name. Too, great Pistons team name. Cannot in, argue. in the land of automobiles of Detroit. few things I have to say, personal reasons. And the Palace of Auburn Hills is wonderful. I guess. I've been there a few times, got popcorn thrown at me. What were These mean? fans talk a lot of shit when their team's doing good. I'll tell you what, I've been there when their team isn't doing well. You can buy tickets there for $5. Huge bandwagon fan <laughs> pieces of shit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like this was. I was a- there for Game Five of the NBA Finals. Oh, oh yeah, yes. that's pretty good. I was there against for the Spurs. I was there for a playoff game against the Raptors. I was able to buy playoff tickets like two days before the game. What kind of fans are those? That's weird. Garbage. That's but, what. Kind uh, of I so, got t-
0: I got tickets from a scalper, hundred bucks.
1: What? Yeah, that just shows you center court. I mean, I don't want to piss on Detroit. They're yeah. in a lot of trouble, and they probably. S- we're starting to feel that trouble then, but still. Center court. Center, center court. As high up as you can get. But still. But center court. Uh that game
0: was that over that was, that? That was the one where um uh, Duncan missed the 10 straight free throws. Oh, my God. And uh, and then Detroit made that huge comeback. And then Rasheed Wallace blew the coverage and left Robert Ory alone, open. And he hit the big shot to win the game. That's a good game to be in. It at. was a great game. <laughs> I was so like amped up in the whole Detroit atmosphere, I bought a Tayshon Prince jersey. Now. Oh, yeah, I did. Now we might have to play
1: beer pong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, my, my buddy Steve got the Rip Hamilton jersey, oh, so yeah. I picked Tayshon Prince. My number one, the Golden State Warriors. It's a good, it's a good team name. I, and like, I like the fact that they're Golden State. Yes. It's the whole
1: state. Exactly. And I love the new kind of retro logo, askew with the bridge on it. Like the colors a lot. Great fans. Great stadium not too trendy just a a good feel for that team but the NBA no clear cut winner I was kind of disappointed yeah when I really broke them down a lot of bad names a lot of not so great names I was struggling to pick these five I'll say that my uh,
0: next sport no I have oh oh, uh, your
1: honorable mention I'll I'll do an honorable mention
0: for this one for my uh, defunct franchise the Seattle Supersonics great team name I love the green in that uniform.
1: Supersonics, like that's a good name. If you're a fan of Oasis, it's <laughs> one of the best. It was long before Oasis, Oasis obviously be- coming from Seattle. Just a great, great combination. What isn't that what they're named after? The Oasis song, Supersonic. Oasis are from the UK. I know, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> obviously. Duh. <laughs> Good cover. <laughs> uh, My honorable mention, obviously, Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Just for those pinstripes. Sure. Best uniform of all time. Have they released their uniform? Their new uniforms? No, they're not the Hornets yet. Yeah, next season. Next season. I, I liked uh, Bill Simmons' idea of the three-team trade. Yeah. Although, I'm kind of happier with Pelicans than Jazz. Yeah. I might
0: be in the minority there. I like that Pelicans Fair name. Time. Let's uh, move on to the NHL. Sure. Um, I found this one uh, kind of difficult, mostly because a lot of the team names I don't like. Yeah. There's a lot of bad team names, especially when you associate them with the city they're in, and there's a there's a few team names that don't end in S.
1: That, I, yeah, I guess. Although some of those teams, they're not on my list. Like the Wild, I actually like the Avalanche. I like the wild jersey. They're the close. yeah, not crazy about it. No, I'm
0: my, not. Uh, my number five uh, classic, great uniforms. Don't really understand what the team name is, but the logo is fantastic
1: uh, Detroit Red Wings. Also, my number five. Oh, there you go. Such a weird logo, but yeah. still amazing at the same time. The wheel, the octopus, the like yeah. all the history. Oh, yeah. All their little. That octopus. It's pretty good. What are they? They're called the Wheel. There, yeah. I think to the fans. Yeah. Solid, solid, solid. Joe Louis Arena. Can't. No. Well, you can beat it. But <laughs> you can beat it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, it's pretty it's, good. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, then. Uh, my number four. Um, growing up, I really loved the team name. Uh, I only. I imagine they got the team name because of all the hell in Atlantic City. But uh, the New
1: Jersey Devils. That's also my number four. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like the the red and the green with the white. That is not why they're called the Devils, though. Oh. There's like a a mythical creature akin to Bigfoot or like Loch Ness Monster. In New Jersey? The New Jersey Devil. I had no idea. A guy uh, who they said they saw on a highway that had like these glowing red eyes. That's even better. Yeah.
0: I just assumed it had to
1: do with... (laughs) I love Monster Myth, too, so it's a perfect fit. I love the logo, the N and the J combined. Yes. As a child, it was one of my favorite logos to attempt to draw with that tail.
0: Now, who knows what's going to happen with that franchise now? It's very sad. But uh, I agree. Awesome. All right, then. Uh, Number three for me, um, I love the fact that uh, they stuck with the with the city idea of the, the the black and yellow the Pittsburgh Penguins not bad i a i love the pp a good ice bird yeah great ice bird it really the only
1: appropriate ice bird <laughs> you know but uh, I do prefer the old they've kind of come back to the logo i hated the one logo with the the Emperor Penguin with his his puffed yeah, breast. Yeah,
0: that's bad. But I like the I like the classic penguin skating logo with the yeah. stick and the gloves. Uh they play they used to play in the igloo, which is a great nickname for an arena. Love it. Yep. Black and yellow. I love that. The motif going on. Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Penguins. Not on my list. You're number three then. <laughs>
1: uh the Buffalo Sabres. Uh-huh. I love Now, you could get on it for all the terrible jerseys. They had the slug jersey, the black, white, and red, and gray Mm -hmm. jersey. Awful. I kind of like it. I like that it's a part of the history. Like It's so weird and bad. And then they came back to what is an amazing logo and jersey, Mm -hmm. that navy, blue, and gold, but my favorite. I love the cross swords. I love how Sabres really has nothing to do with Buffalo, but the combination of the two in the logo – Who would have thought it's perfect? Hmm. But the icing on the cake for me, two things. Terrible arenas. (laughs) No. The Buffalo Odd was awful. It was the best. It was I miss the Odd so much. Oh, my God. And that's one of my two things. The horn. Love the horn. Terrible. The
0: old Odd Horn. You know what else sucks about that other than what's even worse than the horn is Rick Generette. Love Rick Oh. Oh. Worst play-by-play man in hockey. (laughs) That's foolish. He's awful.
1: And number one reason the red eye of the buffalo <sighs> why have it because it's amazing that's the number one reason <laughs> that is my favorite like the little littlest thing that makes the world a difference the, that's such that is a frank the p-
0: worst <laughs> mascot saber is terrible he has nothing to do with it saber his name's saber yeah but he's a tiger and it's the there's a buffalo on the logo Ah, uh, i like it <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't it reminds me of... Do you remember that... Uh, God, this was probably a year ago. Um, with uh, the whole thing with uh, Sabretooth and the trouble he got into. No. You didn't hear about this? No. Okay, one of the things that uh, Sabretooth uh, does at the games, uh, is that uh, you know, when he's when he's going through the crowd and he's high fiving and he used to do this gag where he would uh would hug somebody's little child and then run up like five steps with it, like stealing the child. You know, ha ha I'd bring him back. Well now so the guy in the mascot though, he doesn't have great vision in this thing, so he just kinda has shapes and sizes, he knows the path of the stairs and he sees the crowd and he sees the 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 child so he did it once uh, grabbed the kid ran upstairs turns out thirty five year old little person oh I did how did it I it was thought? very angry at being and so the the, the handler because uh, you know mascots always have like the handler the person that runs after them to keep kids from pulling tails and stuff like that is like trying to get him to put the person down Sable tooth thinking it's part of the gag keeps it going while there's
1: a fuming little person in his arms. Hmm. I can't believe I didn't hear about yeah. that. Yeah, and I even uh, friends of mine used to intern with the Sabers, and I don't, I don't think it's the same Sabretooth anymore. But they were buddies of Sabretooth. Hmm. That was surprised costume, I didn't I'm hear sure. about that.
0: Yeah, that's a terrible pick for number. That was number three. It's awful. Sorry. Uh, my number two overall, probably the classiest uniform in all of North American sports. Great team name. Great logo, great history, now an amazing mascot. It's the Montreal Canadiens. What's their new
1: mascot? U Wasn't it always U P? No, he used to be with the oh, Expos. With the Expo. So <laughs> he's with the... Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Habs hired him when the Expos folded. I mean, I like it. I'm not crazy about it. Classic. One plus for me is their that weird barber pole jersey. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. lot of classic jerseys throughout the years. I
0: mean, the team is 100 years old.
1: Yeah, uh, I j- for some reason, I just... Classic. It's, the I, open. I can it's see the it. in class. Something about it just doesn't... The blue, blanc, et rouge? Doesn't hit me. The Canadien? I d- actually, I should have put that. on. Do you know what the CH stands for? Uh, No.
0: Club de Hockey. That's good. Where's the D? What? Where's the D? Well, that's French. There's no... There's no, there's no D, in it, but that, no,
1: there that, is a D in the French pronunciation.
0: Well, yes, but uh, that's you know, it, it'd be like, you know, but in, in the
1: English translation, it's just hockey club. Yeah, right. So, and what order is it? On it's C H though. C H, which it. is the French. Yes. Well, I'm sure you'd be the first person to rag on the spelling of Maple leaves. I may, in the worst, <laughs> I may. Just saying is all. But one thing that is amazing, and I should have put them on my list in retrospect, and given more consideration to the Rangers, their goal song, <clears throat> the do 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 <laughs> do do. you know? Oh, I know it's, what a, you're talking it's about. amazing. And they took it away for a while, and they finally brought it back, which was a smart move. All right, my number two, the Chicago Blackhawks. Hmm, good awesome like just a crazy logo you would think a logo with that much color and subtlety wouldn't work but it does it's perfect Uh, I love the uh, striping at the bottom of the jersey Uh, great city just a powerful image of that uniform and I don't know it's classic Blackhawks oh you like all of the races names (laughs) I guess I guess well Indians isn't on my list if that helps well that's or or Braves (laughs) Good, good. That's, that's a bonus. Uh, my number one,
0: it's simple, it's effective, it's to the point, great colors,
1: means well to the city, St. Louis Blues. Too many ugly uniforms in the past. A history of ugly uniforms, I would say. So I don't even like their new ones. But you have the Sabres on yours, which has mostly <laughs> ugly
0: uniforms.
1: <laughs> but they're special to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I could. I I blues, great name, great name fits well with that city. What's a blues? Like, why is that intimidating? Why? Why would I want my want my sports? I know, it's still, why would I don't want to be called after the type of music. Yeah, I want to be something ferocious deep and dark and painful. I want to be something ferocious and yeah. terrifying. Yeah, and something synonymous with water and breaking through ice. You want to be something? I want to be a shark. I'm a San Jose shark. That's your number one. My number one. And this is a team that gets no credit. No credit for because their logo. Because
0: it doesn't deserve any respect Pink. at all. Colors,
1: terrible. No, 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 no. Yes, logo, terrible. Team name, terrible. Absolutely not. Sharks is an amazing team name. Ugh. Just think of that black fin, the black, and the new black uniforms. That's a hockey color. They've. I like the old teal, but I respect that they've kind of switched it up a bit, gone more black with Ugh. the accents. That's probably going to be in my worst five. Oh, I love it. I love the name. I love how, like, there's sharks that live in the Arctic that break out of the ice and eat seals and fucking kill them. That's a ferocious team name. I, I don't know. I, I think that's a team that... Isn't pe- Jay Chiel going to the Arctic? Yeah. You better look out. <laughs> like, that's a team name that gets ragged on as being equivalent to, like, the Raptors, and I don't see it at all. I think it's solid. It's terrible. Why? Because it's ugly. I love the I love the look of the shark biting through that hockey stick. Oh God, it's amazing. Yeah, love it. I'm alone. Whatever. No. I don't give a What's fuck. That? Well, I mean, we 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 started off well <laughs> with hockey.
0: We were we thought the same things. Uh, my um, honorable mention.
1: I know you. <laughs> it's got to be what? Whalers? That would be mine. No. 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 Colorado Rockies.
0: I love that blue with the sea in front of the mountains or around the mountains with the
1: red and the yellow, like the mountain had its own coloring. Yeah. And it's kind of, I wonder if there was a thing going on there with Denver, how like the old nuggets had these weird multicolor patterns. Yes, Could have been. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like Harvard Wheeler strictly for the use of negative space for the H and the logo, <laughs> which is ingenious. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's move into Major League Baseball. Your number 5. My number 5 is the Detroit Tigers. It's a good uh, pick. It was uh it was a
1: toss up between 5 and 6 for Detroit for me. Love America. Love mostly this all comes down to the D. The iconic D which got a little trendy in the late 90s with M&M and that kind of stuff, but Solid pick. Tigers. Can't go wrong with Tigers. They embrace the Tiger. They have Tigers everywhere in the stadium. Unlike some baseball names, like a Red or Sox, it's a Tiger. It means something. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Tigers. It's funny you used to say that. Uh, My number five,
0: although I prefer the older logo from the 90s, to what it is now, because I don't particularly like the cartoony too much. I love the ballpark. I love the team name. I like the choice of obscure bird. Baltimore Orioles.
1: They're slow? And you prefer the 90s Orioles? That, like, authentic-looking Oriole? Yeah, I think that's way better than the cartoon. Oh, Oriole. God, no. No, no. That is wrong. That is <laughs> so As I wrong. was
0: talking, I could see that you knew what I was going <laughs> to say and the horror
1: that was showing up on your face. I could see it. The genius decision to go back to the Eddie the Oriole logo is fantastic. Like, I I couldn't have been happier. I love the white, the white hat, like the white front. I mean, I
0: have one of the shirts. I've got a Billy Ripken shirt. I uh, with Eddie
1: the Oriole on it. So it, it's obviously on my list. So I'll save right. a bit more later. So what's your number four? My number four, the Chicago Cubs. Awesome stadium, <laughs> iconic. Tortured past, which you can kind of appreciate mm-hmm. as being a Bills fan. Uh, I like the pinstripe jerseys, mm-hmm. obviously. Love it. Uh, you get the whole Harry Carey influence. Tons of good things going for the Cubs. It was a pretty easy pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. Good pick.
0: Uh, my number four um, is the LA Dodgers. Like it. Just good uniform. I like the colors like Dodger Stadium. I like the fact that Magic owns the team. Oh, I forgot about that. That's oh, yeah. why I named <laughs> Magic. Um, and uh, I like the fact that you know dodging things fits well in LA. Oh, yeah. Great name, like, Dodgers. Yeah. Terrible. Well, there's lots was of it, flying. Well, they were was, Brooklyn, right? Was it like was it Draft
1: Dodgers? Is that could have been. Now it's like dodging bullets. I guess. In murders. Not crazy about the name. Like the uniforms. Like the hat. Uh, I had one other problem with the Dodgers. Is
0: Can't it remember. Magic?
1: No. no is it because fine. he had AIDS? No. Okay. He didn't have AIDS. I did my Just speech so on him. Magic Johnson. Okay. All right. In grade six. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Uh, my number three is the Pittsburgh Pirates. My number three as well. Again, you might. Well, I guess the bottom, two of them are pinstripe jerseys, Mm -hmm. which I love. One of the best baseball stadiums around. Sure. Amazing view. Uh, Tortured as well, which I kind of have an appreciation for. Again, things you said, the double P, the Pittsburgh,
0: everything with the black and yellow that the rest of the city has. I love the fact that the teams in the same city, all of the same colors.
1: And one other huge factor. Their affiliate, the Welland Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Once part of the, uh, what was it called? The Erie, Pennsylvania yeah. League. Used to go see games. Maximo Rivera threw me a ball. Nice. I saw Wakefield play for the Welland Pirates. That's good. Yeah. I saw Pat Hankin play for the St. Catharines Blue Jays. It's true. The Baby Blues. Was it the Erie Penn League? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. New York Penn League. Yeah, that's better. That's, right. that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's another reason for their bump. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I had the same spot, yep, number three. Okay. Uh, number two, the San Francisco Giants. Hmm. I guess there'll be a trend in my top two of uh, black mm-hmm. and orange. Okay. And I, this really almost rests on the shoulders of one thing. Again, good stadium. Cool with that. But the thing that I love is their cream uniform, the off-white uniform, which to me. Dances on the field. The, my favorite, probably my favorite uniform in baseball. So, it's a, it's a single-minded pick in that nature, but it's my pick nonetheless.
0: Uh, my number two is the Chicago Cubs. Uh, same things that you said. Uh, you know, I love Wrigley Field. I love the uh, tradition of having the famous person sing, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. This afternoon's game, it was Andre the Hawk Dawson singing. In the seventh inning. Um, and I love when they win. I love that song that they play at, at uh, Wrigley Field. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. It's a great song. I love it. Everybody sings it at
1: the end when they win. I love that. I need to check that. I don't even know that song. What? I know. Oh I yeah. I, I don't songs. watch a lot of Cubs games. Well, I'm
0: kind of getting into the Cubs. That's good. They uh they kind of became my National League team when the Expos folded.
1: Cool. Yeah. Number one, easiest pick, Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. Eddie the Oriole is a huge factor in that. I can't Great believe mascot. you're naysaying him.
0: I'm not naysaying him. I just don't like him. I, I just prefer the, the classic bird as opposed to that the
1: mascot. Boring Oriole. I just the, like it. It's good. Well, you've seen my other older retro Orioles. Yeah. That I like. Yeah. A stylized bird. Bird. (laughs) You do love birds. I love birds. But I like the fact that they're an Oriole. That's amazing. Well, it matches the colors. It's perfect. Camden Yards, the fucking best. Been to a lot of parks. By far my favorite. Fenway, a close second.
0: Baltimore, you know, doesn't have a hockey team. Doesn't have a basketball team. But they've got a football team and a baseball team. Both birds.
1: The one thing that kind of stings is the (laughs) Peter Angelo factor. Frank Peter Angelo, Yeah, What's his name? I don't no, know the goaltender. Angelo's. For the what's, his, what's the owner's name? Is that name's Angelo's? No. Peter Angelo's. Yeah. Peter Angelo's. Yeah. Not crazy about him, but good hiring some with bad Dan Duquette. D- yes. Great hiring with Buck Showalter. Love Showalter. But yeah, Orioles could be a pick that is a little biased, but whatever. I'll pick who I want.
0: It's funny how you uh, you were before when you were saying. Um, you kind of dissed another team's logo and Don't team go name. do Reds.
1: Hmm? You're going Reds? I'm not going uh, Reds, sox, I'm going Red Sox. Uh, That's this, my number one. This is disgusting.
0: I'll tell you why, though. But first of all, no, no, no. I love Fenway Park. Sure. I love the green monster. I love the fact that, you know, they have a mascot that is a green monster. Yeah, I loved going to a Red Sox game. You know, and I think they have the best play-by-play team in baseball with Don Osilo and Jerry Remy on Nesson. They're excellent. They're very entertaining. Uh, but I like Jenny Dell, the sideline reporter. Okay, but let's look at the
1: red socks. Right. Boring jerseys, boring names. What are you talking about, boring jerseys? Classic white, boring. With a bit of red in there. I think this. When they wear the red high socks, it's nice. It's good. I don't know if you're in the doghouse or something back <laughs> home. Picking your girlfriend's favorite team. She doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. Well, you'll probably tell her anyway. <laughs> <She doesn't. laughs>
0: I just commented on Jenny Dell. I'm not going to tell her to listen to the podcast. Oh, that is gross.
1: But we, we picked the overall package. Yeah, and you all you talked about was the stadium and the announcers, which really aren't... The mascot. Okay, the announcers could change any day. That's true.
0: Yes. These, are I'm just saying. Like, it's like the, the I. I like the uniforms. I like the history. I like Fever Pitch. <laughs> Never seen Fever Pitch. <laughs> I like Fever Pitch, but Catching right, Hell is enough. a great documentary. Sure. All right, I'm just busting your balls. It's fine. I know what you're doing. It's not as good as the Sabers. And of course, my uh, honorable mention, my uh, uh, former franchise, all Expos. Classic.
1: Classic. Rest in peace, U.P.
0: I love U.P. I'm so glad he's still around. Wow, we covered it all. Yeah, we did it all. It was pretty good. There was a little bit of controversy. I
1: like getting a little fired yeah. up
0: over I here. No, no, and when we do our, our, our worst fives next episode, I think there's going to be even more controversy. There's going to be a lot of anger. Because, you know, there's a... Well,
1: well you can't a- put pelicans. That's the only one I'd really right.
0: get angry at. Well, no. But, I mean, like, uh, I'm, there are, I'm sure there are some that you like that I don't.
1: You know, and you know when I oh I'm sure the- Lakers will make the list, not on my oh and I it a- better not make it. Glad to see you had the the decency not to put them on your best list. no, no,
0: because again, it was the overall package i mean if i if there aren't a lot of lakes in Los Angeles, you know, I don't understand why they never changed the name, but you know that's just what they do already. Alright, so one of my favorite things to do on this show is talk about things that are happening around the world that don't necessarily have to do with the four major North American sports or any other sports that we usually talk about. It's a segment that we like to call Balls Around the World. Uh, But I do want to start, uh, this really isn't a full-on story, but... uh, This made me laugh so much, but it does have to do with uh, a Washington Nationals baseball player. Uh, Shortstop, Ian Desmond. Was asked to autograph something kind of strange? It was a live baby. Autograph a baby. Like, that is a super fan to go up to Ian Desmond before or after a game. And could you autograph my baby?
1: I just, I'm a little confused on the intention. Why? Well, it's going to wash off. You're never going to have that autograph anymore. That's Is it true. almost like a christening in a way? It could have been. And that baby will no longer be in mid-condition. Yeah. Wrecked because of that autograph. Devalued. <laughs> Devalued that baby. I mean, if you can't get an autograph on a person, you, you, ideally you want to get that tattooed. So unless you got his baby tattooed, bad call. Yeah, that would be a terrible <laughs> idea to get a, a newborn baby
0: tattooed. It's going to stretch out. But I think it's good, <laughs> you know? Always interesting to find places where you can throw an autograph down. So, do you know who uh, Gareth Bale is? I do. Uh, he's a player, football player or soccer to those listening in North America. Recently
1: uh, transferred to or Bar- was it Real Madrid? Real Barcelona?
0: Madrid. And uh, so here's the crazy story. Now, this guy got a lot of press. People are going insane. Um, You know, he's going to help the team out a lot. Uh, But he had to have his medical done. He had to get checked out, make sure there weren't any lingering injuries, make sure he was healthy. Clinic in Spain uh, really wanted to do the medical on Gareth Bale. So they, they actually paid up. How much would you pay... To uh, do the medical on a uh, a Spanish uh, or a, a soccer player in Spain, what would you pay in euros? Mm. Would you pay ten euros? I'd expect to be paid. You would expect to be paid. I'm going to perform a service, right? Okay, so would you would you accept? Would you want more than ten euros?
1: Oh yeah. Would you want more than a hundred euros for a player of that caliber? I'm sure there's lots of insurance and forms going back and forth. I would need at least, if I was going to do it, you would have to pay me 5,000 euros. 5,000
0: euros. Do you know how much this clinic paid to get Gareth Bale? I do, but tell me anyway. (laughs) 10
1: million euros to do a physical. It's a little insane. That's a lot of money. Obviously, there must be some kind of promotional stuff happening, or they think it's going to... Maybe they're a new medical firm. And they knew this story would get picked up. We haven't mentioned the name for good reason. Yeah. We're not going to fall for I'm not for going those. to. No, not no. Give them their satisfaction. No,
0: no. They, they, they wanted to sully themselves this way and prostitute themselves. <laughs> then we'll let them do that. But I'm not going to give them any more of our business. That's right. But it is ludicrous. Yes. You never know, though. People in Spain love their footy. Big. Very
1: big out there. Yeah. Not as big as basketball.
0: Uh, you <laughs> know, sure footy, is, footy is also uh, very popular in Ireland, and uh, it's also very popular to Irish people that no longer live in Ireland, um, even some that live as far away as Australia. So, this next story is about a soccer fan who is Irish from Ireland, who now lives in Australia, and was kind of upset. That he wasn't going to get to see Ireland's World Cup qualifier against Sweden. So you know what he did? No. He bought the television rights himself to air the game on Australian television. And how much was that? Doesn't matter how much it was. He just teamed up with uh, somebody else, got the game on closed circuit
1: television. Now that is a super fan to be able to see the game. Well, I'm curious if if for some reason he got it for like $10 or something. Uh, it actually doesn't say in the article okay. how much he
0: paid. It probably wasn't broadcast. They probably didn't want them to know how much he paid. Yeah. Private information, you know. Okay. Uh, apparently he made a bid and uh, the company that owned the broadcast rights to it said it was almost what they wanted. And then so he upped the bid and they accepted his offer and sold him the rights for the one game. That's a crazy soccer fan. Yes, it is. Would you, uh, you would, you, if you. Couldn't see any Pelicans games? Would you uh, buy the television rights? To
1: depending be able to on watch them, depending on the price, yeah. Okay. Although there are probably not because, because, like with NBA League Pass, and but assuming say, you, that so doesn't what exist, if, what if
0: you couldn't see? You know, I see the Bills as a bad example because you would just go to the games, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we'll say the Pelicans though. If if there was no way that you could see any Pelicans games,
1: would you buy the broadcast rights so you could watch them? Obviously, cost dependent and. Money situation-wise, sure, why not? Let's splurge. Maybe I'll just buy the fucking pelicans. You should do that. You can change the uniforms. (laughs) I gotta get rich so I can buy the pelicans. Good luck to
0: that. Ever wanted to do the running of the bulls? Nope. Me either. But apparently people in the U.S. do. They just don't want to go to Pamplona, Spain to do it. So there is going to be a great bull run. It's coming to the United States, and it's going to be in Richmond, Virginia which I think is a terrible, terrible idea because I just envision a bunch of drunken rednecks getting
1: gored by bulls and dying. Yeah, have they said where? Like, is it going to be in the downtown? Like, There's lots of mountains in West Virginia. Uh, a drag too. racing
0: strip south of <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> That's an
1: odd place. Yeah. One of the iconic things about the running of the bulls yeah. is they do it in the city. Mm-hmm. People are hanging out. I don't know if a drag strip is... Uh, Quite as intriguing.
0: Yeah. I think it's a crazy, crazy idea. But there there are more events planned for later on in the year in other cities in the United States. I think this is a terrible idea.
1: I I mean, I'm sure... At least come up with your own thing to run from. Don't copy bulls. Well, like wolves. That works. Running from the wolves. Dancing (laughs) with the wolves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there's the new show. Dancing with the stars. Dancing with the wolves. And you got something right there. Oh, yeah. Tatanka. And, and uh, you know, we always like to have one uh, crazy story of violence involving soccer in South America. This story was actually sent to me uh, by one of our, our loyal listeners and a loyal listener to some other podcasts. A um, couple that you do. One that I used to do. And uh, who, who might this be? Stephen Carpenter.
1: Oh, Stephen Carpenter. Yeah. Super old, fan.
0: Good old Stevie Carpenter. Stevie. S.C. Sports Center—that's what the SC should stand for. But uh, yeah, he sent this off to me because uh, you know sometimes I miss these things, and I—and uh, so it's always uh, helpful to get uh, a heads up on thing. Funny enough, heads up is appropriate to this story. All right, so picture this: it's a soccer match in uh, in Brazil, and uh, a player doesn't like uh, the call that's called against him. So he approaches the referee to argue said call. The argument heats up. The player strikes the referee with a punch, throws a punch. The referee retaliates by
1: pulling out a knife and stabbing said player on the field. And I don't know if this, the order of events... Oh, sorry, it gets crazier. I forgot. No, no, keep... uh, Well, I'm assuming that refs... Didn't that one ref get killed... At a game because he made a bad call. Yes. So I'm assuming refs started protecting themselves. Got him. Started started carrying knives. And (laughs)
0: stabbed this player when uh, a punch was thrown at him. Now, unfortunately, the player that he stabbed died of his wounds en route to the hospital. But that's not where the story ends. The story continues from here. After said referee stabbed said player, the family and friends and fans of that player stormed the field grabbed the ref, tied him up, beat him, stoned him, lynched him up, quartered him, and when they were done, cut off his head and placed it on a stake at the center of the field or the pitch. That this sounds, is angry. This sounds fake. I, 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 See, that's what I thought, too. But I found the story on a couple other things. Yeah? Yeah. It's crazy. So unless uh, we got played, doesn't matter. Still a funny story, though. <laughs> But uh, only one guy so far has been arrested for the crime, and the authorities are searching for two more people. That's a idiots. murder. I don't know. If you saw a, a family member get stabbed, you know, would you retaliate?
1: Maybe, but the beheading is a little the egregious. This is Brazil we're talking I can't about. even this imagine South America seeing someone on the ground and deciding... Let's all pull or chop until his head falls
0: off. Well, I mean, referees and players have been murdered before in South America for doing poor things, you know, doing their jobs poorly. There was that one uh, guy that scored an own goal, and as he was coming off the plane, he was gunned down. Crazy. It does sound fake, though. Maybe it's fake. Maybe Stephen Carpenter's an ass and sent us a fake story. I don't know. (laughs) Doesn't matter. What's on him now. Still a great one. I liked the story a lot. It was very funny. It made me laugh. That's balls around the world. That is balls around the world. So uh, we're going to finish up right now and uh, dig into the sacks. Do a little sack time and uh, answer some, uh, um, you know, listener mail. I wanted to say viewer mail, but that's not appropriate. It's listener mail. All right. So if you have an email... Uh, you have a question for us? You have a comment or anything? Feel free to uh, send us an email at balljunkpodcast at gmail dot com. Don't tweet me questions because I ignore that shit. I get too much of that garbage. I don't read tweeted questions. Just email. I like to have the piece of paper that I can print off and read it. Email balljunkpodcast at gmail dot com. All right. So this one is from uh, Oliver crocomb Oliver Crocomb I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, And Oliver says, Hello, chaps. Firstly, can I say, Great show, boys. Really enjoying it. My question slash comment is in regards to the differences between U.S., Canadian, and British fan allegiances. I've heard you mention numerous times now which NFL, NBA, NHL team you currently support. What the fuck? To an English football supporter and lifelong Arsenal fan. Okay, first of all, this is where I should stop breeding because this guy is an Arsenal fan. And really, the only team that matters is Liverpool. So far, 3-0 and to start this season, I believe.
1: I am uh, actually trying to select an EPL team. Just don't pick Manchester United. No, I'm probably going to pick Arsenal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they had a Sega jersey back yeah, in the day. That's have. all it takes. I have a Sega jersey.
0: Anyway, to an English football supporter, the idea of changing your team every year is both ridiculous and disgusting. How is a fan ever supposed to enjoy the highs of his or her team if you walk away from the first sign of failure? Now, is this a common and acceptable trait in North America for sports fans in North America as swapping teams as England is viewed in the same light as bestiality? <laughs> Much love and up the arsenal. Well, wow, that's pretty clever. Up the arsenal. I like that. Um, okay. Well, this could be, uh, because I talked about used to being an Expos fan. And I'm no longer an Expos fan because the franchise no longer exists. So I had to switch teams. So if that's what you're talking about, then, well, I can understand your confusion. I don't think it's too common, but, you know, sometimes, you know, we have talked about breaking up with your team in the past. Right, Frank?
1: Yes. And I I really have only had one breakup, which was... The Raiders to the Bills. Right. Albeit at the time both teams were terrible. So and if you look at my other teams, which I've they've always been my teams from their inception, they are terrible teams mm-hmm. and have not had a lot of luck, so you know, I stick to my teams through thick and thin for the most part. The Bills are the one exception because I was going to games all the time.
0: It's a good reason. I think that's a fine and I, fine. And reason. I switched over when they were terrible. All right. So I have uh, an email here from Matt Vandermolen. I'm going to say this guy's Dutch. All right. So he's got a baseball question, and it's, uh, it's a question about rules. Uh, and actually, I, I thought about this for quite some time. If a player is attempting to steal home and the pitcher just flat out nail beans the batter, how is that scored? Does the run come across? But officially, when you bean a batter, it's a dead ball. So should the guy have to go back to third? Now, I think it's the same that if the pitcher turns around and tries to catch a guy stealing first to second, um, whatever happened, whatever's happening at the plate is no longer consequential and it becomes a stealing-based play. So I think if that runner from third goes to steal home, there is no longer a pitch to the plate. It'd be like if, if the pitcher throws to the catcher to tag the guy out, that's not a ball, right? right. So
1: it's not... It's not counted as a pitch. I would assume that the play is dead as well for a lot of reasons. One, teams could have signals when they're going to steal home and guys could intentionally get hit with balls because then the ball is going to stop dead. They have a better chance of stealing home. Like There's too much uh, collusion that could go on there to give an advantage to teams. So you think if the person is stealing and the pitcher throws at the batter, should the run count? No.
0: So that would be an advantage against the team stealing, though. Yes,
1: because the team stealing could plan like, intentionally trying to get hit during a steal attempt to make it harder for the catcher to get the ball.
0: But then the pitcher is intentionally throwing at the batter to make that play dead, so that's also doing something intentional.
1: But what would happen is, if they're timing their steal right, they're already mid, uh, probably, <laughs> why can't I think of what you call a pitching uh, <laughs> routine? <laughs> What's the whole motion of throwing a pitch? Throwing a pitch? I guess, but like like you got the leg kick, the lean back. Right. They're going to be trying to time the, the steal. Yeah, I get yeah. And I think at that point if they, uh, I don't know. I, just, I, 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 I think th- if that runner is ball. approaching
0: the plate, I I think the the batter becomes inco- inconsequential. It becomes a stealing play. And what? Like the batter, if the batter swings at the ball that's being thrown towards the catcher to tag the guy, it's not a strike.
1: Well, it depends if he intentionally tries to throw or if he just throws a pitch. If he throws the pitch, but I mean, he's still, if, still if, home. if
0: he's throwing to tag out
1: the runner, it's not a it's not counted as a pitch. I anymore. don't. I still completely disagree. It's a dead ball for another reason. Huh. What would happen is, uh, especially on a hit. So and why doesn't this happen all the time? On a hit and run with two outs, right? Right. People go anyway, like they're gone early. So why doesn't this happen all the time? Because no one tries to steal home. <laughs> like that's saying, if you were doing a hit and runner, there's two outs left and you're running on contact from the bat. You might leave a little early because there's two outs anyway, right. if they're swinging. And then if they happen to get hit by a pitch, you automatically give them a stolen base home. It's essentially the same thing. I tried to find in the rules of Major League like Baseball, ball. but there's a lot
0: of shit in that thing that I just couldn't stand to read it. Gotta be dead uh, ball. Great question, though. Yeah. Um, he also has, uh, what are your thoughts on the class action suit against the NFL for concussion cases?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I'm i kind of sick of hearing about concussions. It's kind of bringing me down a bit. Yeah. I know there's more research. I don't know enough about it. It's just something, as a sports fan, the, and at this point... These guys are aware of what's going on. I understand it's probably people, the class action lawsuit has to do with players who think that the NFL was aware of the problems of this and didn't tell them or protect them. Uh, who knows? It's it's legal bullshit I don't care to get into. How do you feel about it? Same. Um,
0: okay, here's a, uh, uh, an email from Lauren Adam. Greg and Frank, what was the sickest beat your team took in a loss? Or if you bet on a game, whether it be playoffs, blow a close loss, or refs fucking up, whatever. Um, he has an example. Here's mine, November 4th, 2009, in New Orleans. I have the Mavericks, plus two for the game. Mavericks are up three with nine seconds left, and he loses. That sucks. Uh, here's how the game went down. Um... They missed three consecutive free throws to seal the deal. Hornets then tied up with three-pointer to send to OT. Dodge gets crushed in OT. That game was almost four years ago, and it still makes him sick
1: to his stomach. That'll, die. That'll happen. Yeah. Mine isn't a gambling one. It's the Hornets losing, by it was either 58 or 60 points to the Denver Nuggets no, at man. home in the playoffs. The worst loss in playoff history. And it was the worst. I couldn't even believe it. And it's all because of those fucking shit refs who let the Nuggets get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was, uh, God, I can't remember the year, but it was either the first or the second year
0: uh, that the Canadians were playing in the, the Bell Center. I think it was the Molson Center at the time. And they were playing the the hapless Ottawa Senators who had... Great players like Alexander Daig and Alexei Yashin playing on that team and the Senator. And I drove to Montreal to see this game, watch the game and then promptly drove home afterwards because the Senators handed down a six nothing beatdown of the Canadiens. And it got to the point where, uh, the fans started cheering against the Habs and they were singing the na na na, hey, hey, hey song to the Canadians as they were beaten out. And Alexander Daig was a star. And, of course, because he's from French. He's from Quebec. You know, He's he, from Frenchville. He's from Frenchville <laughs> in Quebec. Um, they just you know decided, well, he's the only thing that's French that's doing well. We're going to cheer the fuck out of this guy. He was first star. I think he had a hat trick. He even had a fight that he won. It was terrible. Yeah.
1: It was I, awful. I'd be... Uh- Disappointed if I didn't mention the Bills Monday nighter against the Cowboys when they were up the whole game and like gave up 10 points in the last 30 seconds. Right. right, And a huge field goal. Another heartbreaking moment. How do you feel about the Music City Miracle? I was not a Bills fan yet.
0: Oh, okay. So you weren't a Bills fan during the four straight Super Bowl losses. No.
1: Okay. Well, then that's not too bad then. Yeah, that would have been terrible though.
0: Uh, here's a question from Bob Phelan. Uh, Greg, what are your thoughts on women's MMA? Also, what are, what fights are you look forward, looking forward to the most, and what are some of your favorites in the past? Well, basically basically, anytime Uriah Faber fights, it's an awesome fight, so I love all of his fights. But I'm looking forward to GSP versus Johnny Hendricks and the rematch of Cain Velasquez and Junior, uh, Junior Dos Santos. And... Uh, The rematch between uh, Silver and Weedman in December should be pretty good. That should be a great card, and I'm fine with women's MMA. doesn't bother me. Um, Also, uh, what are your guys' favorite sports shows, theme songs? I've always enjoyed the one for baseball tonight. Well, the NBA on NBC is probably the greatest sports theme song ever.
1: You'd have to maybe give some props to uh, Monday Night Football. Oh, yes. I would say Hockey Night in Canada, but the fact that they let the rights go... Just kind of sullies the whole song. Yeah, that's true. I
0: used to enjoy the uh, the opening uh, music to uh, WWF Wrestling Challenge on Saturday <laughs> afternoons. It was always pretty good. We oh, try. actually, I loved Saturday Night's Main Events music as well.
1: I thought you might also say... Uh, it was also the
0: same music they use for fashion television on City TV.
1: Oh, Obsession and uh, Emotion? Obsession yeah, it used yeah, yeah, to <laughs> be Saturday Night's Main <laughs> Event music. Uh, and maybe American Gladiators. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I'll even say, uh, what's the other one? Roller Games. The Roller Games theme oh, song. Yes, yes, yes. That's actually sung with lyrics. The worst. That's terrible. Uh,
0: all right, here's an email from Humanoids. That's the person's name, Humanoids. Uh, what are your favorite 30 for 30 sports docs? Um, I like uh, Winning Time. Reggie Miller was the New York Knicks. I like uh, No Crossover, the Allen Iverson one. I like uh, June seventeenth, nineteen 1994. I like Four Days in October. I like Catching Fire. I like the Fab Five. I love the real Rocky. My favorites are Winning Time and the U. The U is a good one as well. Uh, Do you play fantasy football? What do your draft boards look like? I don't play fantasy football, but Frank does play fantasy football.
1: I do. I have my team right here, actually. Started off great. I was on Cloud 9. I'll say my starting lineup this week first. Robert Griffin III, a quarterback. Now, I have an injury-prone team. That's my one problem. Uh, Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, my tight end. Oh, my my friend snaked Fred Davis from me after I told him I wanted him. The fucking piece of shit. Brandon Pettigrew. Ugh. Steven Jackson from Atlanta. Darren McFadden, Rams D., Josh Brown is my kicker, but I may move in uh Mike Wallace or Antonio Brown this week. So, I'm I'm kind of happy with my team. I think I'll be good to go. All right.
0: Um Oh, we actually have an email from Stephen Carpenter. <laughs> Another one? Yeah, well no, he he sent me the story, but this oh, is an okay. actual email question. Uh Greetings, Greg, and the mighty KOC. I'm not sure what that in, is in reference to, but as far as I know, you're Frankie Knuckles. Uh, big fan of the show so far. I have a couple of quick questions. First of all, what do you guys think of the whole Johnny Football autograph scandal? Um, and what about that suspension for half a game? So basically, the NCAA has these rules where players aren't allowed to make money on anything. Because they're in college and they're not supposed to make money. They're not supposed to accept gifts or do anything. They basically have to live in poverty and play football and make their schools tons and tons and tons and tons and millions of dollars as well as making money for the NCAA, but they get squat themselves. Fine, fair deal, I think. Um, so Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, actually quarterback from Texas A&M, uh, he had signed some merchandise that was then sold um, he did not know it was being sold, according to him. Um, but, again, that also violates some NCAA rules. So he was suspended, but only for the first half of the first game. That's it. So, Which is pretty weird. It's a strange suspension that it's only a half game. But whatever. Um, Stephen goes on to say, Don't you think if that rich little fucker was black, he would have been suspended for a few games or maybe even a lot worse? I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, I think he just ha- I think almost the opposite he has a reputation of being a huge asshole now he does yes and other things he did like known for his partying and missing a training camp or some Peyton Manning sitting center or,
0: court at basketball yeah, games I think and things.
1: I think they're trying to make example of him maybe for his own benefit so that he uh, gets a little more mature to get ready for the NFL
0: Uh, How do you see your Bills and Dolphins doing this season? We already answered that in our NFL preview. And this is a non-sports question for Greg. If you had any thoughts on J.J. Abrams directing Star Wars Episode 7, did you like Into Darkness? How do you think he will do with Star Wars? Uh, Well, according to the uh, non-disclosure document I signed with Sean Dwyer when I left Film Junk, I'm actually forbidden to answer any film-related questions unless it involves sports. At Dwyer, he drives a hard bargain, man. I got I got nothing out of that. So, <laughs> unfortunately, Stephen, I can't answer your question. Blame blame Dwyer. Uh, <laughs> next question, uh, email is from Milan Dobrovsky. 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 That's a good name. Um... Hi, Greg and Frank. Well done on a great show. Once again, I have a tip for a small competition between you to put on Sammy Hagar in the background and his winner takes it all into an arm wrestling battle. Uh, To get get inspiration and some useful tricks, I recommend watching Over the Top. That would be an easy one to do. Yeah? I think you'd win Uh, it. Maybe. Uh, I love sports, mainly ice hockey. I'm from Slovakia uh, originally. So... He's missing a lot of words in here, so I'm just going to say that his computer sucks, as opposed to uh, bad English. Uh, But, so, I have a question about your anticipation of the Olympic Games in Russia next year, and what do you guys think uh, Team Canada will do if they'll defend the title, or the Russians fight like crazy to win it at home. I personally hope that Slovakia will be a dark horse in the tournament. Um, What do you think?
1: I'm not crazy about Olympic hockey. No, you're not. And I... I I don't even really root for Canada, it's sad to say. I I really don't have an interest at all. (laughs) I'll I'll watch it because it's pretty good hockey, but I don't have a a rooting interest in the games. Maybe I get a little bit Canada supportive. Maybe. Depends how I feel. Depends. This year, I don't think so, because I'm already being bombarded with guys on TSN picking their lineups for Team Canada. It's Mm -hmm. disgusting. It just makes me hate it more and more. I'm going for Finland. I like the go. Suomi. I like Sweden. Maybe I'll go for Sweden. Don't we have a question about Sweden coming up to? Do we do. Yeah. Um, one other question. What do you think
0: about sports movies? I'm seeing I like them.
1: Love them. Uh, oh, are you excited for the, uh, what's it called? Is it draft day? I think. I don't know what that is. It's the new Kevin Costner movie where he plays the GM of the Cleveland Browns.
0: I can probably talk about this, but I've never heard about this. I think you're going to like it. Could be um greg i know you love hoosiers and hoop dreams but are there any other good ones i bet that you love miracle i fucking hate miracle
1: i like miracle i don't love it
0: uh yeah there's tons of sports movies that are great that will take way too long we'll just go with rudy it's amazing
1: rudy is terrible
0: um and which of the areas of wrestling do you enjoy most the golden era of the Hulkster, Macho Man, Jake the Snake, and the Ultimate Warrior. The new generation and the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era with the rise of Stone Cold and The Rock, or the aggression era with WWF taking over WCW, or the current PG era. Well, obviously, uh, you know, I have you know a lot of love for the the era of the Macho Man and Mr. Course. Perfect and Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and stuff like that. That's, it's
1: so much better. You, I can still watch that and. It's funny. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the interviews are amazing. The characters are crazy. Like, I love the Heart Foundation and the British Bulldogs and the Killer Bees. Honky Tonk, man. Oh,
0: greatest undercontinental champion of all time. Brother Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Here's a question from David Marshall. Hi, Greg and Frank. I'm enjoying the podcast. Hope it continues to a long time to come. When well, listen, episode two, Frank talked about purchasing team merchandise while in the city and getting back to the hotel and laying it all out on the bed. <laughs> Reminded me of when I did the exact same thing. Being from Sydney, Australia, traveling to your part of the world is always a big deal. I'd saved up and got tickets to three games to watch the Miami Heat, who I've been following since 1996. However, it was during the 2001 lockout and I missed out on all the games including a blockbuster heat versus Lakers which was a $600 ticket five rows back he wasn't happy uh, to drown my sorrows and went on a purchase rampage. I attached a picture of the swag that my girlfriend and I secured from the team store in American Airlines Arena. I held off getting more to save bag space and knew that I was going to be in New York at the end of our trip, so I'd hit up the NBA store on Fifth Avenue for the regular jerseys. Little did I know they were going through some annoying re- re- renovations and that I had a temporary store set up which was sold out of anything Miami but triple XLs and smalls. Annoying. Despite all that, prior to the trip, I actually ran into Dwayne Wade and his girlfriend, Gabrielle Union, while at the Janet Jackson concert at the Sydney Opera House. (laughs) That's pretty good. two championships later, I feel I've been pretty lucky. Would love to see Miami play live, though. I will be back. So here's a picture at the bottom of the of of the stuff
1: he bought from the arena. It's so similar to my picture. It's it's scary. (laughs) P.S. Frank, the Pelicans jerseys are really boring yeah i know i know but yeah you you, you agree with that so. i'm fine with the gold where's the red baby where's the fucking red
0: and finally our last email is from david sandstrom from sweden hello popovich and Frank Burt. <laughs> whatever long time listener first time mailer what are some of your favorite uh european hockey players of all time specifically your favorite swedish players since i'm from sweden Keep pumping those balls. Best regards, David, from Sweden. Well, I'm going to have to say my all-time Swedish favorite Swedish hockey player is number 26 from like Canadien de Montréal, Mats Naslin. Number 2, former New, New Jersey Devil Tommy Albelin, mostly because on his 1986 OPG hockey card, on the back of it, 86, 88. 88? Could be 88. On the back of it, you know, they always have... Uh, players' stats, and you know, you know, Bill Ranford had 15 shutouts in 1990 or whatever. The fun fact about Tommy Albelin: Tommy's wife's name is Maria. On a <laughs> hockey card, number two favorite Swedish player of all time.
1: Wait, so, what was the original category? Was
0: European it, hockey player oh, okay. play specifically so in, Swedish?
1: My number one is definitely Yuri Latinen Okay, and my favorite Swede. Probably Peter Forsberg. All uh-huh. right. Easy pick, but yeah, it's, good pick. it's the goddamn truth. All right. So that's... uh and Hasek. <laughs>
0: Not f- for Sweden. Any any, any other... But, well, Is that European, s- technically? Czechos- yeah, he's from the Czech, right? Is Czech that, Republic? It, yeah, is that... That's Europe. I don't know. It's, I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's fine. That's, that's close. Fine. That's close. So that's it for sack time. Uh, once again, if you have any questions for us... Email them balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Send your questions. We'd love getting great questions, even the shitty questions. I love reading those. I read every email we get, uh, but unfortunately, we can't do all the questions, but we do try to get through as many as possible. Um, you can also follow both of us on Twitter. Uh, frank is dirty frank uh, with three R's and dirty. And you can follow me uh, the, at the, the gas man lives. That's uh, As far as I'm concerned, that is a good wrap-up for episode three of Ball Junk. Frank, anything else to say? I got nothing else. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Fins. Go Fins. Bills. Go, Fins. <laughs> go Fins. And uh, we'll probably be back in October. I'm going to Disney World, so I'll be out of Canada for a while. Um, this time I'm going to find Stitch, and I'm going to get a picture with Stitch. There you go. That's my goal. And uh, we'll be back in October. We'll do our NBA preview. We'll do our NHL preview. Probably talk World Series playoffs. We'll talk baseball playoffs. Uh, we'll also do our uh, our worst five uh, sports franchises in the four-major North American sports. We've already got a big show planned for episode 4 uh, live free or ball hard when that one shows up so uh, keep an eye out for October and uh, tell everybody you know about ball junk if anybody likes sports or if they just like to listen to idiots talk about sports and uh, have, uh, have a good time have a few laughs uh, tell us or tell them to listen to us. <laughs> tell us to tell them. Tell us them. to tell them <laughs> to listen to us. Or just tell us how much you love us because really we need giant egos. Uh, once again, thanks for listening and uh, good luck.